Hey everybody, this is Derek from the Grumpy Guy Show for episode number 47. When is the snow welcome? Recorded on April 18th, 2022. Tonight, I talk about Google AdSense, buying electric cars to be green, and snow in April? Huh? Stick around. Good evening, everybody. This is Derek with the Grumpy Guy Show. So it's another episode where Ryan's still not feeling quite right. Hopefully it doesn't end up being COVID. We we did do a an at-home test. Uh, he had a test at school last week. He got another one. So fingers crossed that it's not actually COVID. But when he went back yesterday, he was feeling better. So if it was COVID, then he's... He, he could possibly be possibly be on the mend from it. But we'll see, and we'll certainly, you know, hopefully he'll be back next week. Because I'm not all that great at this by myself by any means, so. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's certainly not nearly as fun when you don't have somebody to interact with while you're doing this stuff, so. Hopefully he'll be back, and and we can get back into our awesome transitions, just like this one right here. <laughs> so we're going to start out talking about uh, the Ukraine war, which you know we we mentioned quite a bit on here because it is a huge event that's happening in in uh, in the world. So, <clears throat> um, you know. Everybody knows it's happening. I mean, it's all over the place. But something that just kills me. Now, I have I have a blog that actually started. You know, it's it's kind of the start of this. You know, it was before it was before the whole podcast thing really took off. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's called uh, Get Off My Lawn. Um, you actually have to spell it. Get off LWN to find it. It's on on Blogger. Uh, maybe I'll throw a link in here in case anybody's interested in anything I'd ever put up there. Um, but basically, you know, with that, it's it's got ads on it because you know I figured, eh, what the heck, just throw them on there. People ignore them. They ignore them. <clears throat> and I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten any money from it. Because, well, people ignore them. I don't care. Probably even blocked with ad blockers, but no big deal. But anyhow, Google, you know, it's its a Google product, so they use Google AdSense to for their ads. And uh, <clears throat> I received an email about it the other day. And it starts out with, Dear Publisher, due to the war in Ukraine... We will pause monetization of con- content that exploits, dismisses, or condones the war. And I don't really need to read any any more of it. All I can think is, what the hell is wrong with people? I mean, seriously. There's verified video going around showing, you know, and, and these are videos from people who live in Ukraine. Showing the decimation that's happened. Showing that Russia is, 
literally being, you know, they're, they're just wiping out entire cities. You know, it's not like they're, they're going after just military installations. They're going after civilian installations because this is a war of terror. But at any rate, how could you, how could you dismiss it? How could you say that it does not, it, that it is not happening? I'm just baffled. In the whole, you know, the whole exploits. Okay, well, this would tell me that Google is going to cut off all advertising funds within YouTube by all of these, all of these media companies, meaning ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, any of them that are posting on YouTube, it's got to cut the ads on that because guess what? Any ads that they're putting in there, that's exploiting people's interest in this war. You, you, can't, you can't say anything but that. But, you know, and, and who the hell would condone any war? Any war? At all? I mean, come on. War is not good for anybody except for the rich. Because the rich end up getting richer because at the end of it, they start selling more products, you know, to, to fix the economy and fix, uh, you know, fix all these destroyed buildings and everything. It's not good for anybody. You know, people die unnecessarily. And, and that's the only way you can put it is they're dying unnecessarily. There's no reason for all of these citizens to be, to be killed off other than, you know, somebody someplace decided, hey, you know, let's prove that we can take this. Let's prove that we can do this or whatever. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. But, you know... I'm not I'm not looking to exploit it. Yeah, because simply put folks, I don't have ads on here. You know, you watch this because because I'm talking about it, okay, that's fine. But you know, I'm I'm not looking to exploit it. I'm not looking for that to be the reason that you, you watch my podcast and or that you stick around and watch more episodes. It's a current event and, and you know, really what this podcast is about is complaining about current events and current happenings. So, decide what you want, but, you know, I, I just, I, I think the fact that Google had to send this out was pretty darn stupid. And that's all there is to it. It's pretty stupid. Not on Google's part. It's stupid on the people who are exploiting their, this. You know, there, there's no reason whatsoever to exploit some some really tragic event like that. It's just, it's just it's it shows what a horrible place humanity is in. But anyway, so what do you say we move on? Short topic there, but we'll move on because that just bothers me. In case you couldn't tell. So, the next transition right here takes us into uh, the, the whole idea of green cars. You know, being green about your car. Now, I've talked about how I don't think, you know, electric cars are green, as they say. But what makes it worse is people 
are actually going and they're trading in their perfectly good car just because it's an internal combustion engine. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna replace your car, it's a different story. You know, if your car is if there's something wrong with your car, whether you got in an accident or, uh, you know, or, or something were, eh, you know, I, don't know, I guess an accident would probably be the worst situation. But you know, let's just say the car is old and repairs just are not worth it. You're gonna trade your car in for that for that reason. Okay, not a problem. I don't have an issue with that. What I have an issue with is you taking a perfectly good car trading it in just because it's an internal combustion engine car and you want electric that is worse than continuing to drive that car because what's going to happen well maybe the car is in really really good shape and they'll be able to resell it however maybe it's not you know maybe 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 it's functional but it's so old that nobody's going to want to buy it you know, or maybe you're just trading it in because you want the latest and greatest. You know, lease, leases, you know, leases. To me, they're the worst idea in the world. Number one, you never own the vehicle. All you do, you pay for the vehicle. And by the way, over a three-year lease, you're probably going to end up paying more than what the car is truly worth. Meaning, you're paying more than what it costs the manufacturer to, to build the car. Build it, ship it, and sell it. But number two, with a lease, what do you do? Well, when the lease is up, you trade it in and you get a new lease. What happens to that old car? Kind of pointless, don't you think? I mean, seriously. <clears throat> a lease is convenient. You know, a lease is a convenience for somebody who has to have the latest and greatest. It's not good for the environment. And plain and simple. It's not good for the environment in any way, shape, or form. Because you're, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said before with, with these phones, you know. You, you get a new phone. Why do you get a new phone? It's not because your phone is, is bad. It's not because your phone has died. No. You get a new phone because you want the latest and greatest. Well, you know, if, if everybody just goes out and decides they're going to replace their internal combustion engine cars with electric, you're not really helping the environment at all because, you know, you, you've just you've just created landfill. I mean, you know, there's there's a good chance that your car is is not going to be resold. Which means it's going to end up being demolished or it's just going to sit there and rot away. That's not good for the environment. The best thing that we could do, you know, and this kind of goes back to manufacturers because they don't build these cars the way that they did back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, even the early 80s. They're building these cars with an expected lifespan, especially now with, with the electronics in them, you know. They're not building these to last for 30 or 40 years. They're building these to last 10 years at most. You know, they, they don't want you to hold on to a car for 15 years. They don't even want you to hold on to a car for five years. 
the only reason they want you to to hold on to a car is so that it's far enough along in its age that you trade it in at a much, much lower value than what they can sell it at. So, you know, it, I mean, you look at it now, most, most people can't afford a car loan of four years. It's just, you know, cars are just way too expensive. So you end up getting a five-year, you know, a lot of people get five-year loans or, you know, there's people, I, I will fully admit that I have a seven-year loan. They don't want my car to last seven years. They want it to last four years and then give me some incentives to trade it in. Of course, when you're talking about cars like Tesla, the incentive is, well, we're going to start turning off functions. You know, that's what that's that's truly what happens. You know, I mean, the Tesla is really setting themselves up to let you subscribe to a car. So you know this this autopilot feature that they keep talking about. You know this this whole this whole idea that the car is going to drive itself. That's a subscription. You know, you get these people, there's some people who paid like $10,000 or $20,000 on top of the cost of the car just to get this. And now they find out that that was basically just a down, uh, just a deposit. They're going to have, they've got a subscription to keep it, you know, and I just, I find it ridiculous. But if you decide, you know what, I'm not going to pay for that subscription anymore. It's not like you have to go into the dealer and, and have them do anything. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. No, that's not it at all. They just push a button on the computer and it sends a signal out to your car and suddenly you no longer have it. You could be driving down the highway and suddenly it turns off. You have no warning about that. It just turned off. But that leads us to another point about the problem with electric cars. And it goes right back to Tesla. So Tesla has built out, you know, some form of their own infrastructure for charging with their superchargers. But the problem is those superchargers are not compatible with other makes, other models. You know, they're... they're <clears throat> they're compatible with Teslas, but they're not compatible with electric vehicles from GM, from Ford, from Honda, Hyundai. They're not compatible with those. So, you know, here we are. We're going we're, we're gonna to have this infrastructure where you have to go to a specific place. You have to give money to Tesla to charge your Tesla. Or you have to give money to GM to charge your GM. It's ridiculous. They should not be able to continue to make money off of these things after you've purchased it. They should not be a supplier of electricity. Plain and simple. Just like right now, they are not a supplier of gasoline. They're not a supplier of oil. You know, it's... <laughs> they... they it, I don't know, it's... It's something... That unfortunately, I think the government's going to have to step in, and they're going to have to say, "Hey, 
this is it. Either you guys come up with a standard on your own that works across all makes, or we step in and dictate a standard to you. It's going to have to happen. You know, it worked with the motion picture, the motion picture association with, with the, with the ratings, you know, the government kind of said, Hey, you got to control this stuff. You got to start warning people and letting people know, well, it worked. The motion picture, the motion picture industry did it on their own. That's not government controlled. It's not government funded. That's all from the industry. Same thing with the gaming industry. You know, games started to get really violent, and, you know, I mean, people were afraid that the violence was going to come out in the real world, so that's what they did. They they adopted a similar thing to the motion picture industry. It worked. Well, the government's got to step up, and they got to say, listen, Tesla, number one, you cannot own these charging charging stations number two these charging stations need to be universal for all electric cars trucks whatever simply put it can be different when you're talking about like a commercial vehicle you know when you when you're talking about a a, a semi truck that can be a whole lot different because that's going to require a lot more power in a lot longer time to charge than a passenger vehicle. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just some little guy on the side who, you know, is going to get stuck dealing with this crap where I have to foot the bill for, for Tesla to become wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. You know, I'm not going to have a choice. I'm going to have to go to a Tesla. You know, if I were to buy a Tesla, I'm going to have to go to a Tesla charger to charge it and pay Tesla whatever rate they're charging me, you know, unless I'm charging at home, which, by the way, is an added cost that people don't take into account when they start talking about buying an electric vehicle. You can't just plug it into any, any outlet. Oh, no, no. You have to have a charger installed. And, of course, it's specific to your vehicle, which means, oh, by the way... If you bought a Tesla the first time, you're not going to be able to buy a Ford next time. Unless you install a different charging station. It's ridiculous. You know, and this is supposed to be the future that saves us. Come on. You know, this this is worse than... This is worse than what Apple's doing and what, you know... With, with their lightning port... You know, I mean, I understand the the EU is is starting to tell Apple, hey, you have to switch to USB-C for charging. Of course, Apple claims they can't do it. Oh, we can't. It just won't work, which is bogus because there's there's some engineer who actually took apart an iPhone and put in put in a working USB-C in replacement of you know the the lightning connector or whatever it is there. And then, of course, they took a lightning connector and put it into an Android phone just to prove that, guess what? It's not hard to do. But anyhow, you know, so, so you, you gotta, you've got to add in 
a few thousand dollars, I don't know how much, but you got to add in money for these charging stations. You know, it's just, it's, it's utterly ridiculous. Oh, well. All right. So what do you say we move on to the next topic? These electric vehicles, they're, they're really giving me a lot of, a lot of material on here. (laughs) Oh, my. So, a lot of people know that, uh, this year, weather has been really topsy-turvy. You know, last week we were in the 70s. And uh, as of about two hours ago, we're in a winter storm warning. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. There, There's actually some places not far from us that are expecting up to a foot of snow. Completely nuts. I mean, <laughs> there were people last week riding their motorcycles all over the place. I mean, there were there was there was some nut. I could I couldn't believe it. I I had to go I had to go um over the weekend I had to go down the highway, you know, and it wasn't it was kind of late in the evening on Friday and it was kind of cold. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, it was it was just above 40 degrees. And there's some idiot going <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm headed south and there's some idiot going north. On a motorcycle, you know, one of the ones where you know, your hands are way up like this, so they're fully exposed. You know, he's got a half helmet on and nothing covering the bottom of his face. And all I could think was, dude, you got to be freezing. You took us off. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've ridden when it was 50 degrees and that's cold. Especially, you know, I, I haven't been on the highway at 50 degrees which means I wasn't doing, you know, 65 to 70 miles an hour. I can't imagine. I mean, I was doing 50 to 55, and I was freezing, and it was 50 degrees out. I can't imagine it being 40 degrees and doing 70 miles an hour on a highway. (laughs) That's just insane. But anyway, back to the story, because, you know, it's been a while since I've been sidetracked, I guess. But, uh... So, you know, we're, we're under this winter storm watch, and there, I, I guess our area is a warning, whatever the lowest thing is, I don't know. We're, we're only expected to get like five inches at the most, which is really sad because today's Monday, and by Friday it's supposed to be in, in the 60s. <laughs> so, you know, just, it's a, it's a serious roller coaster with temperatures, but... <clears throat> At any rate, so we're we got the news going, and of course we watch the local news, and they you know they outline exactly the areas that are gonna gonna get hit hardest, and then yeah, we get to the 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 world news. I mean, you really got to put that in quotes, but yeah, we get we get to the the more national level news. And they're talking to a meteorologist, and he says, The snow is not welcome in mid-April. All I could think is, Alright, first, you live in New York City. You're not getting getting a whole lot of snow very often. Second, when the hell is snow welcome? 
<laughs> I mean, come on. That's just such a stupid statement. You know, I mean, yeah, sure, some people, oh, I want a white Christmas. Eh, who cares? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not one who's gonna complain about the snow, but I'm not saying that I ever want snow. You know, I live here because, honestly, you know, there, there's, there's fewer major, major weather events. I mean, snow is extremely predictable. Hurricanes, tornadoes—they're not predictable. You know, wildfires not so predictable. So that's why I like living where I do. <clears throat> you know, among other reasons, you know, as far as less traffic and you know whatever. But but that doesn't mean that I really like the snow. You know, I'm not—I'm not somebody who goes skiing. I'm not somebody who goes out riding snowmobiles. You know, I don't hate the snow, but it's not like it's ever welcome. I, I never want the snow to come. I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you know, and here's this guy who the only time he goes to really snowy, snowy areas is when you know the the news is trying to make something big out of something that most locals are like, yeah, okay, it's just another day. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's been a few times that they've gone up. They've gone up north of us, you know. There, there's a, a section of of Interstate 81 that it gets hit hard because of where it is in location to the lake. It's it's called Lake Effect Snow. Basically, um, Lake Ontario doesn't freeze over. Obviously, middle of winter, the water of the lake is warmer than the air. Air rises. Creates moisture in the snow, or it creates moisture in the air because it's cold. That creates snow. You know th this area. It's one of the snowiest places in 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 the United States. But you know they've been up there, but that's just to you know just to make a show. Oh, you know that's that's to get ratings. Gotta get the ratings. You know it's it's really important. <laughs> But, you know, I'm just like, whatever, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You want to see some real snow, then, you know, live up here. Live up north of us. I mean, come on. Yeah, there, there's a reason that places like Lewis County in New York get so much snowmobile traffic and so much revenue from snowmobilers. It gets a lot of snow. You know, I mean, they, they, they have... At the, the end of... Uh, or the beginning of April, every, every year, except for last year, but every year for, for the last, like, 15 years or something like that, they have what's called a... Um, it's called the Snirt Run. S-N-I-R-T. And basically, it's, it's a way for ATVs to get out there and ride early season before the trails open. It's you know it's riding on on the uh, fire roads up there, <clears throat> but you know the the snowmobile club uses it as a fundraiser, and uh, yeah they they get a lot of people. I think they had like five thousand people this year, but it's called Snurt because it's snow 
and dirt. You know, I mean, it's, I've, I've watched videos. If you're up there on, I mean, I've seen, I've seen some videos with some really stupid people riding dirt bikes and some stupid people riding the little sport ATVs that, you know, they're two wheel drive and they get stuck in the snow. <laughs> you know, I mean, the beginning of April up there, up there in Lewis County, there may be enough snow for snowmobiles still. Might not. But, you know, Lewis County is, is one of the ones that's, that's in the weather. Let's see, I think we're a weather advisory. They're in a warning, which there's something in between those two. You know, that's not as bad as what they're under, but it's more than what we're under. You know, they're expected to get a foot of snow overnight. You know, to them, they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But to somebody from New York City, you know, that's that's going to shut them down. I mean, if somebody, if someplace in the Carolinas got even half that, you know, the state would be closed. So, you know, it's all relative to where you are. But the idea that snow is ever welcome is... <laughs> that's just stupid. But... Well, folks, hopefully Ryan will be back next week. You know, uh, had another topic, but I, I rambled a bit longer on the the uh, electric cars than I thought I would. Of course, I well, I'm pretty good with the with the snow too because it's so unwelcome in the middle of April. <laughs> Just to be clear, there's only one month, I believe, only one month that the Syracuse region or central New York region has not had snow and that's July just saying <laughs> alrighty so I'm sure you heard the music starting up we'll see ya